What is good, everyone? This is Season 3, Episode 16. And this is Part 6 of How the Enemy Thinks and Acts. Now, to briefly cover what we've gone over, we have talked about how they use a problem-reaction-solution. And that they also use spiritual technology. When people accept inception by the enemy, the enemy now has standing to continue infiltrating. And of course we went over how they use blood rituals, pedophilia, blackmail, and drugs in order to retain power. And then we also talked about the removal of wisdom. And now this time, what we're going to talk about is what's called carnal and soulful connections. Now, what is carnal and soulful connections? And why did I leave it after removal of wisdom? Well, as we have clearly talked about, the church is very carnal. And the spirit lacks life in the church. There is life in the church, but it's just not there for people to discern. Now, these carnal connections are based on bloodline. Now, of course, Scripture is clear in the New Testament that we don't talk about, well, excuse me, that we do talk about, but we don't focus on genealogies and bloodlines. The reason why is because there is no Jew nor Gentile. All are one in Christ. You can find that in Romans chapter 10, verse 12, Galatians chapter 3, verse 28, and Colossians chapter 3, verse 11. How that talks about how there's no Jew or Gentile. All are one in Christ. Now, with soulful connections, these soul connections, these so-called soul ties, or how some refer to as twin flames, the enemy knowing that people have bloodlines that are connected to fallen angel DNA, satanic DNA, Illuminati DNA, Nephilim DNA, you know, the whole shabang. <laughs> it connects to the soul. And as well, that when our ancestors were doing different types of witchcraft 
wizardry, sorcery, archaeometry, and so on and so forth. Also, built these bondages, covenants, oaths, and so forth to take power from different points in time from ancestors of them and descendants to them. And these carnal and soulful connections, when we, when we speak to someone, seems like we've known them for a long time, but we just met them. And I'm not talking about the spirit, I'm talking about the soul. How when the soul feels, it's like that connection that's known forever, but really just met the individual. It's something that the enemy has created. I said specifically the soul, because if it is a spirit connection, where you meet somebody for the first time, generally, when it's a spiritual connection, that is from the Lord, when meeting that individual. But when it comes to the soul, mainly the enemy has torn and shredded in pieces soul parts of people and used them for ungodly, disgusting things. But we're going to take a break, come right back, and get into talking about the carnal side of connections. So stay tuned. Welcome back, everyone. Appreciate you all staying tuned into this awesome content. So we are talking about carnal connections. We're going to talk about soulful connections after this. But with the carnal side of things, it's not really felt. It's more in a way of the information that one comes across. So it'll be like, oh, I'm related to this king and this queen, or I'm related to this royalty family, or I'm related to this group of people. And then come to find out there's people inside that are descended from them, like, oh, yeah, we're related, yeah, blah, 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 this and that. Now, there's nothing wrong, of course, getting together with those that are of the same blood. However, this is the part that really messes up people. That we need to also discuss. There are also people that have Illuminati blood. And then there are those that have the last name of one of, one of the satanic family members. Here's the key part. Just because that individual has Illuminati blood, which I've mentioned before that I do, or if that individual has the last name of a satanic family, does not mean that individual is doing anything with these families doing these abominations and have no connection to them whatsoever other than their blood. In 
getting passed down to birth. Now, when you can start becoming assertive and aggressive with an individual that has the last name that's connected to a satanic bloodline, is when one does have the facts and the truth. Now, of course, you don't want to just beat them up in the street. You want to do everything you can to make sure whatever's going on inside them, in the spirit, in their soul, and whatnot, it's completely eradicated. I mean, of course, you're not going to be in agreement, but you can still pray for them. However, with these carnal connections, for example, Adolf Hitler was an illegitimate child of the Rothschild bloodline. Well, how was he supposed to know that? He didn't. Until later. That's why I see a much different change in his character and actions. Towards the split decision. So, first, is all for it. Taking down the enemy's infiltration in Germany. Removing the Rothschild banks. Bringing prosperity to the nation. I don't know when. I don't know how. But what I do know of is there is a split moment in time where he had a choice. After gaining the information that he found out he was a Rothschild. He had the choice to either continue fighting this enemy, or join them. Well, of course he joined them. Did he kill the millions of Jews? No, because it was a mix of people. He did kill millions of people, and it was... Jews, Christians, Buddhists, really, it was a target of people he was focusing on. Or he also did, with the Zionists, create a deal to move the Jews into what is now present-day nation-state Israel. Now, during the same time period, the Russians actually 
a little bit, it was right after the Bolshevik Revolution. There were over there were over ten million people slaughtered in Russia with no names, no family ties, no nothing. Just left out to rot. That's not talked about that much. What the enemy wants to push is, oh, look at what happened to all these millions of Jews that happened during Nazi Germany's occupation. And they, of course, inflate the numbers of how many Jews were killed. Because it wasn't just the Jews, of course, like I said. It was Christians, Buddhists, Jainists, you name it. You know, it's just vast amount. It was still in the millions of them all collectively. Now with the carnal connections. There's also the individuals such as the politicians, the presidents, the bankers, such as the international bankers, which are the central bankers, as well as big business owners on an international basis and usually domestic basis as well. They're born from the satanic families. And of course they don't know really much anything else outside of that. But they use monarch, <clears throat> excuse me, they use monarch mind control programming which we talked about when it came to the blood rituals, pedophilia, blackmail, and drugs. We talked about monarch mind control programming. That's part of it. Now, what about people that are not connected to these? What about those that do have DNA and mRNA? that aren't connected to the current enemy in the physical. Well, every single one of us, in some form or another, has DNA and mRNA that is corrupted. We could have fallen angel DNA, satanic DNA, Nephilim DNA, demonic DNA. We could also have reptilian DNA. And I'm not excluding mRNA, I just, I'm shortening it. It could be whale, jellyfish, shark, fish. I mean, you name it. Why do I say that? Because before and after the flood occurred... There were giants. Giants weren't just... I mean, even the, even Genesis talks about how there were giants before and after the flood. So, the mixing of DNA and mRNA has never, ever, ever changed. Now, what's different today? Well, there's a push on changing the DNA and mRNA a little bit harder than normal. 
the COVID vaccines. Okay. The COVID vaccines actually are just like all the other vaccines out there. There's no difference between the ones pushed through the COVID agenda to the other vaccines that have been pushed out in history as well. There's no difference to any of them. They all kill a certain amount of people. But mainly what they do is they change the DNA and mRNA of people. That's why a lot of children who, in the millennial generation, and even before that, the so-called polio thing that was going on, not saying polio isn't real, but when people, children, obtain these diseases, it's because of taking the vaccines, for one, yes, for one. Another is the food that's consumed. The type of food that's consumed is what also changes the individual. As well, these carnal connections could also enhance one's abilities to be extremely intelligent. Or extremely strong. Or extremely fast. That's what these carnal connections do. They As well, when it comes to birth, the enemy also does its best to infiltrate the conception. So from when the parents conceive right away, so... Right before conception, the spirit is already active in heaven. Then a soul is being formed at the conception. So between when it goes from heaven to the conception, the very first moment, the enemy does everything to attack that. So there are spiritual implications that go to that. Well... How does that work? Well, if the parents, the father and the mother, don't have any del deliverance done, what problems they have from their past that have been taken on from their ancestors and brought onto them, is then thrust upon the child. There's that. And the enemy also continues to attack. To latch on to the child. So that way, 
if it's not killed, it is corrupted in one form or another more than it already has been. So that's what these carnal connections do. That's what the enemy does to act. That's how they think. So that's why it's important to always go to the Lord for everything. And especially when having children. Nothing wrong with having children. It's everything wrong when you want to just have a child. And you think that it's A-okay and nothing bad can happen because you're all good to go physically. Yeah, that's not true. Your child could even have deformities taken on that you never had, nor have you found in your family have deformities, and this child takes on these deformities. And where do these deformities come from? They're like, and the doctors are don't know what's going on. Neither do you, your, your spouse, anybody. They're like, what is going on? Well, because you didn't have the Lord's blessing. You didn't take the, uh, the time to, to plan and prepare to stop the enemy from infiltrating to attack the child. So now that we talked about the carnal connections, we're going to take a break. We're going to come right back, and we're going to finish up on the soulful connections. So stay tuned. All right, welcome back, everyone. I appreciate you all listening into the soulful side that we're going to continue on. Now, what is the soulful connection? Well, it comes in a number of ways. We already discussed a bit of it at the beginning of an introduction to it. Now, when one has no discernment of what's going on in the spirit, and has no idea whatsoever how to fight against the enemy. Well, that's when these problems just all of a sudden become... So distinctly easy for the enemy to just infiltrate and do what they want to the individual. So, for example, if you follow astrology, or if you follow what your zodiac is. Or numerology. Or for example, gematria. That people think is actually going all along with the Bible. And it's numerology. Or astral projection. 
there's actually what I'm going to share with you. It's from this book called Doctrines of Devils. Now, granted, there's a little bit in here. Not much, but very, very little part I don't agree with. Only part is how this individual believes that the rapture exists and it doesn't. Now, I want to let you know this individual names seven churches that are of Satan. Now, granted, it's not these only seven, but these are just seven of them that are mentioned. The Mormons, Seventh-day Adventists, Jehovah's Witnesses, Christian Scientists, Old Apostolic Church, New Apostolic Church, and Christian Spiritualist Church. Well... That's why people have a very tough time discerning, because they go to denominations. And denominations are, in fact, sectarianism. And sectarianism, which is both spoken of by Yeshua and Paul, is a sin. But I want to talk to you about these 28 different ways of soulful connections that relate to doctrines of devils. We already mentioned astrology, but fortune-telling. Fortune-telling is where an evil spirit or demon will have the fortune-teller act a certain way and just give that, that fortune-teller Information like they already knew it. It's like, no, you didn't know it. You were just giving that information to an evil entity. So then they do the whole prophetic thing. And those are, the, those are one form of false prophets. Another is a Ouija board. If you're using a Ouija board, you're talking to evil spirits. They're not telling you anything good. It is all evil. <laughs> It is. It really is. Yoga. Yes, if you are doing yoga, you need to stop that right now. It does not matter if you're just doing it to do stretches. Just getting into it means that you're starting down the path of allowing the kundalini spirit to manifest itself inside of you, which is a part of the chakras. And during doing the certain motions and making the certain gestures and sounds along with the vibrations going on, will engage you to the enemy. Transcendental meditation is essentially like, I mean, it is and it isn't. It's, it's, like, it's kind of like a first step towards astral projection. It's 
it's just meditating, but where you are going into the astral side of things, meaning your soul is removing itself from the body. Reincarnation. Reincarnation, of course, that's not true. Why do I say it's not true? Well, it's not just a, a Buddhist thing. The enemy actually takes parts of traumatized souls and attaches it to these people, or just people in general, attaches a past experience to this individual where they believe they were this past individual, but they're not. And the sin, this evil entity transferred from this soul hunter, where the soul hunter took that piece of soul, traded it to the evil entity, so the evil entity would then place it upon that individual's soul, so the individual thinks that they had that past life, which is not true. Other than the fact of what I said, what the enemy does. Karate Zen. Well, I'm going to tell you right now. Karate, yes, it does invoke the Kundalini spirit. But not only that, karate is just terrible. It does not help you in self-defense. All I'm telling you right now, none of the martial arts that anybody learns helps them in real-life self-defense combat. You're not going to know all these different types of moves in order to protect yourself. Now, is there anything wrong with doing all these other types of martial arts? No, you can do jujitsu. You can do things like jujitsu. Don't exactly recommend kung fu because it's connected to karate. Krav Maga, you can learn as well. There's all these different things, but if you want to learn how to protect yourself, go check out Tim Larkin, who has his business called Target Focus Training. It teaches people that abide by the law. He teaches them how to use the tool of violence. So essentially what criminals use, they use the tool of violence. He teaches people how to protect themselves that way. Astral projection is another one that they talk about here. We're not supposed to have our soul come out of our body. Our soul stays in our body. and Our soul connects to our spirit. So we go into the spirit that way. Lucky charms. You don't want to have a lucky charm. Why? Because a lucky charm is associated with the enemy. It causes a charm. Hence the reason why it says charm for luck. So that way the individual is charmed by witchcraft. That's why it says lucky charm. Islamic curses. Islamic curses deal with mainly the Muslim Brotherhood. Those who rise up in the ranks of Islam, they will come to find it is exactly like Jewish mysticism, and they do blood rituals and all that stuff, and it's nasty. And as well on here, I did talk about how Islam was created by the enemy, so I don't need to go into that. There is sects, which is spelled S. E-C-T-S. So, sects of mystery and order. This would be like Rashikrushan. Or Rashikrushiana. 
or Priory of Zion, Priority Sion, which is the French way of saying it, <laughs> Freemasonry, Knights of Malta, Knights Templar, you know, all these different secret societies, you know, pretty straightforward on that. Then with witchcraft, there's white and black magic. Now there's this, there's what's called Harry Potter that actually shows white and black magic. It's showing how they're trying to portray the good versus evil, showing that, oh, you can use magic as long as it's good and it's helping people. No, it's still witchcraft because it's rebellion against the Lord and it's using evil powers. It is not using the power from the Lord. Hypnotism. Hypnotism is actually not good because it blinds the individual where they can't do anything because their subconscious comes forward and their conscious, their, you know, how we are, how we speak, how we do things, the conscious mind is pushed to the back and the subconscious comes forward. This would be in a form of, as well, satanic ritual abuse. Superstition. So like, for example, if someone spills a salt or a black cat crosses someone's path or they walk under a ladder, you know, stuff like that, you're not going to really have the enemy start coming after you just because you did that. It's only when you have the superstition where like, oh, something bad's going to happen. You're always on the lookout. Your mind is set on the opportunity for something bad to actually happen. Same thing when you have your mind focused a certain way. So if you're looking for opportunity to become financially successful, you'll be able to go to it. However, it's not true with everyone because some people have a poverty spirit. So, faith healing. I know it sounds a bit like uh, it is... A good thing to get into, but it's not. As it says right here. It says, You are prayed for in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Spirit, but never God's only begotten Son, nor the Holy Spirit, as they use the unholy trinity in most of their rituals. Ironically, you will be healed of cancer, leukemia, or blindness, but this is done by demonic forces, which are the very same evil spirits, instruments, that initiated the cancer, leukemia, or blindness in the first place. So it's not too difficult to, a task to remove that which they have the power to create within you. After being prayed for and healed, you will be given a small bag to wear around your neck and keep on your person. It's never to be removed or the same sickness returns and death would be the final outcome. Former Satanists who converted to Christ had to remove these bags only to find literally hell damning contents therein. As you are tricked into trusting that the power of the remedy lies in the bag. So that's why faith healing is not good. Spirit healing is essentially the same thing, but so that way you have an understanding. It's a spirit medium that goes through the motions of making an incision over the infected area of the patient's body and remove the targeted infected parts. They'll then proceed to go through the motions of stitching up the open flesh, and within 20 minutes of the spiritual operation, the patient will have no pain, see no scars, are there any signs of blood? Miraculously healed with no stitch marks or the body or any scars at a later date. Yet your infected organ will be open, or excuse me, your 
organ will be upon the side table as it was removed perfectly using precision medical procedures via the hands of that open medium and the power and intelligence of a familiar spirit presence yes there have been many a con artists in this field so an evil spirit inhabits you at that point poltergeist poltergeist is pretty much where it leaves destruction in its path it's those evil spirits that you'll see that move things where you don't where you just see random things being pushed over tossed around shredded up and whatnot that's what a poltergeist is levitation you're actually not floating in the air okay it is an actually a de it actually is a demon or an evil spirit that holds you up voodoo voodoo is a mix between black magic and catholicism it is mainly used in the caribbean it is used a bit in africa but voodoo everybody's pretty familiar with that if you're not just go on google and look up voodoo psychometry now this is something that many of you are just like huh what is psychometry you're talking about some of these things i have no idea what that is well, psychometry is where we're talking about a clairvoyant is actually being guided by an evil spirit. So the same evil spirit that committed these heinous crimes then goes to this clairvoyant. Clairvoyant then figures out the problem and then helps with the discovery and brings in the solution, all that. And people are like, yay, we trust you. <laughs> That's what psychometry is. Don't want anyone performing clairvoyance or psychometry. Telekinesis. Moving things with your mind. That's like the force. You don't want to ever move things with your mind because you are not supposed to move things with your mind. You are to use it with your words. That's why Yeshua is clear. If your faith is as small as a mustard seed, you can tell this mountain to be cast into the sea. Because our mind, what we do is we connect to the spirit. We do things in the spirit already. And it's our words, which is our frequency, that makes things happen because it's by the power of the Lord that way. Divination. That's pretty straightforward. Looking into things you shouldn't be looking into. If you don't know what that is, just... Look up what divination is. Now, one of the things that's not in here is alchemy, but it is also a doctrine of devils. Alchemy you do not want to do because it is actually using drugs and magic. Teleportation. So the incorrect form of teleportation is actually what's portrayed on TV. I will actually read to you a godly form of teleportation. That is in Acts, chapter 8, verses 38 to 40. And this is when Philip and a eunuch these two we, or excuse me, they <laughs> they were actually 
in spreading the gospel. But here's what it says. And he commanded the chariot to stand still. And they went down both into the water, both Philip and the eunuch. And he baptized them. And this was just an individual that was doing the baptism. And when they were come up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught away Philip, that the eunuch saw him no more, and he went on his way rejoicing. But Philip was found at Azotus, and passing through, he preached in all the cities till he came to Caesarea. Okay, this is the godly form of teleportation. And mind you, it was like more than 500 miles away. Necromancy. This is raising the dead. Okay, we don't raise the dead with magic. If we were to raise the dead, the Lord will show us how to do it spiritually, how to actually raise the dead. But we do pray. And you can also pray as well that the individual comes back to life. Or the Lord may just guide you to someone for them to be raised back from the dead. And all you do is just use prayer. Church visitation. This is where the enemy actually infiltrates the church and gains access to become a high leading member of that congregation. And you know how that is right now today. Lycanthropy. Lycanthropy isn't just about uh, werewolf changing into that. Lycanthropy is actually shape-shifting into a creature, like an animal or a mammal reptilian or whatever. So many of these satanic elite are performing lycanthropy. Or it is a hybrid entity that does inhabit the satanic bloodlines, as another example. Vegetarianism. So I'm going to speak on this point real quick. There's nothing wrong with being a vegetarian. The only problem with this part in being a vegetarian is if you're performing rituals and what they wanted, what the evil entities and spirits and demons want, the, what they want you to do is to only be a vegetarian for a certain period of time, so that way no meat enters the body, so that way they can ha inhabit the body. This is only because the individual is going to be doing rituals. Okay, there's nothing wrong with being a vegetarian. It's if you're getting involved in doing the rituals and doing vegetarianism is the problem. And transmigration. This does work, however, just not with human to human. Transmigration is where you... I mean, it, soul parts can be transferred. It's where souls swap bodies. That's transmigration. And so these are different aspects of soulful connections that are also very bad, that you don't want to get involved with. And this is the whole reason why as well, and I did not speak on archaeometry for a reason, because we are going to talk about archaeometry, just not right now. We're not going to talk about that because archaeometry itself is, in of itself, its own topic. So, with that being said, everyone, I appreciate you all listening into the content that I have, and how you take the time to invest into it. Please share this with others. Have them listen to this content by downloading the free app Anchor.
So that way you financially support it. Because when you listen to this, you actually financially support it. So listening to what I have on these podcasts, on this these episodes, everyone financially supports it on this app. <laughs> if you're on Apple, Spotify, Google, or whatever, you're not helping financially support this. You're helping financially support the enemy. So that being said, appreciate you all staying tuned in. And for the next, we will then talk about archaeometry. Catch you out.